0: Welcome to the virtual assistant advantage podcast, the podcast for newbie aspiring and experienced virtual assistants. This podcast is for the virtual assistant who wishes to grow their business and pursue additional income streams. I'm your host, Christian virtual assistant, Alicia Avant, and I have been a VA for the past 12 plus years. I'm excited about sharing my experience, my struggles, and my journey with you on this podcast. Welcome! Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast. This is Alicia Avant, your host, and I hope you are having a good day today. Today we're going to be talking about the very first steps for getting started as a virtual assistant. So, if you are a newbie, keep listening! All right, so let's talk about some of the first steps that you might want to take when you are deciding to become a virtual assistant. So just in case there's anyone who is listening to this episode that does not know what a virtual assistant is, let me explain. A virtual assistant is basically generally self-employed and provides professional, administrative, technical, or creative assistance to clients remotely from a home office. Now, that is a, def- a short definition for a very broad term because virtual assistants can provide such a variety of services. That is one reason that I recommend that as a VA, you specialize. So let's just talk about what are some of the benefits of becoming a virtual assistant. Benefit number one is that you can set your own hours. It is super duper flexible. You decide when you want to work and when you don't. Benefit number two is that you set your own rates or how much you get paid. Benefit number three, decide what you will and you will not offer. In a job, if you are going to a job, the, your employer tells you the tasks that you're going to do and you do those tasks and you get paid for them. When you are a virtual assistant or an independent contractor or freelancer, you decide which jobs you want to do and which jobs you don't want to do. And so that is some benefit to you because you don't end up having to do things you don't enjoy doing. Another benefit is that you choose the type of work that you will specialize in and you choose the type of people that you will work with. You get to choose your client rather than the other way around. So you might want to choose to specialize in WordPress website, social media, email, so so, so on and so forth. There are so many options out there. And here's the thing. If someone decides to hire you as a virtual assistant, they will now have someone to take care of the task in their business that they don't have time to do or they don't have the skill set to do. Also, they have the ability to have an assistant without providing you an office or providing you health care or other types of insurance. They will also not be responsible for your taxes, but unfortunately, that means you will be responsible for your own taxes, and they will have help that they need without paying uh, other benefits besides insurance. So I know that sounds like a lot of information, but let's break it down into some of the first steps. These are not all of the steps that it takes, obviously, to become a virtual assistant, but these are some of the very first steps that you want to take. Step number one is you want to decide on your services. It's a good idea to make a list of skills and then to remove any of the skills that you may possess but that you do not enjoy doing. At the end of this episode, I will give you a link to a document that I share with, can share with you that has 300 ways to be a VA. So basically, it's 300 different types of tasks or skills that you can provide as a virtual assistant. Even though you might have five or six of those skills, 10 or 12 of those skills, it doesn't mean that you have to provide all of those types of tasks or services. You want to provide something that you will enjoy doing. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean you have to do it or provide it as a service. So, Choose things that you will want to spend your days doing so that you will enjoy what you are doing. Keep in mind as you determine what services you wish to provide to your clients and also keep in mind what type of person, client you wish to serve because that's going to make a difference in what type of services you want to provide. Secondly, I encourage you to develop an area of specialization. Because the term virtual assistant can mean a variety of things these days. It is very important that you define a specialization that you offer. By far, being a VA who has a specific and unique set of skills can make you much more in demand than if you were just a general VA. You've probably heard me say this before because this is a piece of being a VA that I am super passionate about. I believe that you should develop a specialization rather than trying to be a Jack or Jill of all trades so i know that that might not sound appealing to you but i highly recommend choosing an area of specialization here are a few options area number one email marketing number two social media three sales copy and seo which stands for search engine optimization number four wordpress and or coding html that sort of thing number five affiliate and e-commerce site creation and optimization. Number what, six, travel and schedule org- organization. So like you help someone with their travel um, and, or- and organization of their calendar, that sort of thing. And these are just six that I can recommend of literally dozens. All right. So let's Back up just a little bit, recap, we have decided, or we have talked about two of the main first steps that you take before becoming a VA or in the process of becoming a virtual assistant. Step number one, decide on your services. Step number two, develop a specialty or area of specialization. You need to specialize in something instead of becoming a Jack or Jill of all trades, now, number three, we're going to only go over five. I actually have more like 10, 12 steps that I would recommend, but we're going to go over the first five and then I'm going to point you towards some resources on my site that you can use to learn about the rest. So step number three is to choose a name. Once you determine your niche market or your services and your specialty, it will be much easier to to do the important step of naming your VA business. There are a few options when it comes to naming a VA business. One option is to go with your own name. Another is to relate the name of your business to the niche market you are choosing to serve. And finally, a third option is to relate the name to the specific specialty area that you provide. So, There's pros and cons to each of those choices, but choosing a name is an important step. So, like, I um, know that there is a business name out there called RVA, which stands for Real Estate Virtual Assistant, and that's a very popular, you know, great way to do it, is to relate it to your area of expertise or who you're working with. In that regard, in that particular example, she related her name to um, the group of people she was working with, which was a, the real estate industry. All right, step number four, set your rates. By far, this is the most important step as well as probably being the most challenging step when setting up a VA business. It will be important here that you do some research because you want to see in your niche market, in your area of specialization, what are people charging for their services? Because you want to see what the competition is charging So that you know whether or not you're competitive or not. Um, But you don't want to get overwhelmed in this step. Sometimes people will go and try to do research and then they'll see all the people that are out there that have, are, you know, are offering the service that they're thinking about offering. And then they think, I'm not, I'm not worthy or, uh There's not enough to go around or whatever, and you get convinced that the market's already saturated, but this is not the case. There's plenty of work to go around, and you will need to remain confident in your own abilities and not undervalue what you have to offer. I can say this even more so now than I could probably five years ago because everything is going online. If you listened to last week's episode, I talked about how teachers are teaching online most you know, most businesses are conducting some portion of their business online now. So why would that make our industry less needed? It makes our industry more needed. So definitely don't think there's not enough um, clients to go around. So that was area number four or step number four, setting your rates. And like I said, there's more than five steps, but we're going to go over five steps today and I will share with you other resources. Step number five, create a plan of action. You've probably heard the phrase, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. This is actually one of my favorite quotes and a real one to live by, especially when it comes to business. Those who choose to plan ahead will be more successful than those who choose to wing it. It's just just a fact. Some of the things that you should consider in your plan to include the following, but not limited to the following. When will you work? How many hours a week are you able to work? Where will you work? Will you choose to set up a home office? Will you choose to work in the corner of your bedroom? Will you choose to get um, help with your children? Will you choose to work during their nap time? Just think about some of those game plan type things. And these are the first five steps, guys. First five steps to starting your VA business quickly recap these five steps for you. Step number one, decide on your services. Step number two, develop a specialty or choose an area of specialization. Step number three, choose a name for your business. Step number four, set your rates. And step number five, create a game plan. Like I said at the beginning, I plan to give you some more resources. One of those particular resources is this document that I absolutely love and I rave about it and I try to give it out as often as possible because it is super, super helpful. It is a list of 300 ways to be a VA. Basically, it's a list of 300 different skills or tasks that you might could offer someone else in exchange for money. And so I want to give you the link where you can go over to my website and you can, in exchange for your name and email address, get this document. Once you have downloaded this document, I'm going to give you some homework to do with this document. Don't just go download it or print it and just let it sit there. Do the work because that's one of the things that, you know, somebody asked me, did I have a money back guarantee on my course my how to become a virtual assistant course and I was very quick to say no and the reason being the reason that I do not have a money back guarantee on this course is because I am giving you as, as a course I'm giving you all that you need I'm giving you all the pieces to put into place to become a virtual assistant. I'm telling you how to do it, that sort of thing. But if you do not choose to put in the work, you will not succeed and you will not have a business. I cannot guarantee that you will put in the work. So therefore, I cannot give you a money back guarantee on a product that I guarantee you that you will receive the product. You will receive the course, all the steps that you need to take. But you may not put in the work necessary to make it become a business for you. But that is not what this is about. This is about grabbing your free list of 300 ways to VA. You may do so by going to my website at com, the forward slash, and the letters B-E-A-V-A. So B-A-V-A, B-E-A-V-A and you can download the 300 Ways to VA documents. And then once you've downloaded that document, what I want you to do is I want you to go down through that document and I want you to highlight or check mark or something, all the skills that you have. And once you do that, I want you to go back and I want you to mark off the ones you don't want to do or don't like to do. And then the skills that are left are the skills that you should offer as a virtual assistant. Those are your services. Because you don't want to sit there and choose things that you don't want to do all day. I said that at the beginning of this podcast. You want to choose things that you will enjoy doing. So use that document. Let me know how it goes. Let me know how you like this podcast. Give it a, you know, rate it. Do all those things. Share it with your friends. And thank you for listening.